previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. P.S. Seeing episode 80 on a jersey made me feel a little sad about my episode number. It really doesn't fit on a jersey. Is there any little that was on the pod that has totally fallen off the map that has a number <laughs> under 100? Maybe we can redo the episodes and swap me with them. Kind of like how George Lucas couldn't stop touching Star Wars. That's what she said. <laughs> Yeah, I do think there's a couple that fell off the map. <laughs> I really do. Maybe even in the top 10. I'm not maybe, mentioning any names. Maybe. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. On the WTFC Podcast Network. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Chuck. Hey, Littles. Say, Hi. she's hey. back in the house. The hostess yeah. with the mostess. Yeah. Oh. The hostess with the mostess. We're uh, still feeling the effects of that, I think, Roxy. Oh, gosh. Uh, so much to get night. into. Yes. We'll get to that in a second. First, we want to say multiple contests to announce today. Yes. That's the first, because Sydney's back with us. Name that Name tune, that Littles. Tune. Go to www.com. LoyalLittlesPod.com, right, Roxy? Why are you? Yes. She's like, why are you being a moron and saying it so slowly? I want to make sure they get it. I thought you were going with the email first. Well, I, I kind of was. And you just and I kept saying up. W's. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, so it's, but it's WTFCPodnet at gmail.com or go to our website and then click there and send us an email. Yeah. First person. See, it pays to listen to us as soon as we drop Littles. First person to reply with the correct answer. Guess of what that tune was. Okay, you might have to rewind a little bit. Come back. Sid was happy enough to play it for us. Name Episode that nine. tune. Basically, name that tune. And then you will win a really... I'm stepping it up. It's not going to be mediocre. It's not going to be amazing. But it's going to be better it's than gonna mediocre. It's going to be decent. It's probably going to be oh. from the Tony Kornheiser website. It's a decent prize. It's a decent prize. You're going to want it. <laughs> oh. So just do that first person. Yep. Hit pause, then yep. come back. Because we got some great stories and another contest. Uh -huh. So that one's not going to be... You've got plenty of time for the second contest. Don't worry. This is the one you have to do right now. First yes. person, whoever timestamps email gets in first, yep. will win the prize. Yep. Okay. Good luck. I'm not even going to play it again. I'm just going to let them have to rewind if they want to hear <laughs> it. Okay. So, hostess with the mostess. I mean. Yeah. Oh, my so gosh. Sid hosted this amazing party the other night. So fun. The video that Jimmy made was fantastic. That was yeah. so good. I've, I've got so a good video, good. but not like that one. So, oh, I didn't see your video. Yeah. I just did a long one of said? us. Yeah. I just did a long <laughs> one. Of, well, here we go. I just did a long one of us sucking the fishes with the straws. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sydney. It was your it was your game. It you needs context, little. Do you care to some context? Do you care to explain? Yeah, explain yeah I, that? I can Go I can ahead. elaborate on this. Okay. Yes. So with this particular game, you've got goldfish crackers on one plate, and you've got a minute to using a straw suck as many <laughs> of the fish. Like a vacuum. Like a vacuum. Oh, okay. Like with a straw. Wait That's a, good. That's good impression. Wait, a, yeah. wait for Roxy to G-rate it up. <laughs> <laughs> From one plate to another. Yeah. And so after a minute, whoever has the most. And we had three teams. Yes. So we had uh, three little competing brag here for the, Up until that last round, I was I had the record. And then someone, I forget who destroyed it in the last, it, it was the last Maybe round. Maybe Dakota? I, think. I don't remember who oh, it was. Oh, I think it was Dakota. Yeah, because yeah. we won. Dakota was on my team. Do we had guys, the best. The red team kicked the ass. Yeah. Well, I had, had someone on my team who I think in the efforts to try to distract the other players in the <laughs> round that I was up against 
he was making me laugh and I could not suck the <laughs> goldfish up with the straw and transfer them to the other plate. So I Very lost. I mean, we and I thought I was doing really well and then I just heard him like in my ear and then he was yelling at me because I wasn't doing it and I'm like, well, stop talking and I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> These are all good friends of so hers. Funny. Yes. Listeners. Uh, I guess we should give a shout out to Cable because it was his birthday party. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, Sid yeah. does a great job. She did a great. Oh he's a gosh. big Atlanta Braves fan. That was the night they clinched. Yeah, that worked out well. Yeah, they clinched that night. Yeah. So it, just a nice night to celebrate. And you set up all these games. It oh, was game night. It was so I'm trying to think fun. if there was anyone other that we should mention, but I mean, the one sucking the fish with the straw <laughs> was probably my favorite. I liked the I liked okay. the one where you put the ping pong balls on the Once, upside down yeah. cups, and then you. You flip the cup so the ball goes and in the air, and then you have to it. catch yeah. it in yeah. inside the cup. And then the first person to finish through their ten cups wins. That was a fun yeah. one. Yeah. I liked good. that one. We I was good, good at, at all the cup flipping. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, what, what, five cup Kelly is that the name? Yeah. In five college? cup Kelly. Five okay. cup Kelly is her that, nickname. To in be college. fair, that was for beer pong. Well, we and were I was basically drinking playing water. beer pong in some of these <laughs> without the beer. True. True. I mean, tequila might have been involved, but that's besides the point. Yeah, and flip cup and stuff. All I know is we woke up the next morning like, why? Yeah, that was just dumb. But it was Woo. worth it. Totally worth oh, it. What a it was great so group. much fun. Everybody I will say, I was think, so into it. I yeah, loved it. And I think this is the thing that amazed us most is at one point we looked at our watch and we had gotten there at 630. And I, I kid you not, I'm not just saying this because oh you gosh. were the host, but I felt like we were there for maybe two and a half, three hours tops. Tops, right. And it was like 1230 in the morning. Yeah. It was literally six hours yeah. plus. Yeah. So that's what amazed me. It was just, It was yeah. just like time flies when you're having All right. Should we time. get to the podcast? I, I, yeah. think, I think it's time. I need to start with this one, though. Okay, this is from Brian Becker, episode 83. It says, for sale, LL Pod jersey rights to number 83. <laughs> I asked this question. I wonder what the going rate would be. It says price is $200. Whoa. Oh, I mean, that's good, but that's not like, you know. I mean. I mean, all right, that's pretty good. It says payable in untapped hundies. <laughs> um, so... Brian Becker's putting it out there. I think that was uh, Mr. Episode 178 that yeah. wanted to know that, right? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, 200 is pretty good. I mean, look, the fact that people just want jerseys with our episode numbers cool. on them. Really I, sh- cool. I guess you're right. I, I guess like I should be is, happy with 200. I feel like this is like our, oh, wow, like people like us moment. You want to give us? They people like me. They really like me. Love they like you. me. They really like me. <laughs> <All right. laughs> then we heard from episode two. He said, awesome guest. This is referring to the last episode, but if we could refrain from ever mentioning the wild card game in 2019, that would be great. Steve Oswald, <laughs> episode two. Aww. Understood. I absolutely understood. But it was great to hear all about that yeah. Nationals team. and Because yeah. that's the only one so far that they have. And yep. So anyway. All right. Now, we mentioned contests, plural, I believe. Yes, we did. Okay. Well, and I don't know if I should be happy. I was a little disappointed they didn't go into this on the big show yesterday. But we're doing it here. So I don't really think this counts. Roxy said, yeah, we're going to scoop the big show. You snooze, you lose, no, they're pal. No, they're going to do it. They're going to do it. They always do it, and we love it. And we're going to try to do it just as here. But yeah. the National Toy Hall of Fame inductees are here for they this year. Are. We are doing Now, this is something the big show doesn't do. We're doing a contest again. We did a contest last year. We're going to do a contest this year. Now, first things first, I learned something. It's actually the Strong National Museum of Play. And I guess it's AKA the Toy Hall of Fame because when you go to the website, the website is museumofplay.org. So that's going to be really important in a second here. Okay. All right. So 
I have two little blurbs here. I tr- I did homework here. We'll get to the inductees. It says, which toys do you think are most worthy of joining icons such as Barbie, Rubber Duck, and Hot Wheels in the National Toy Hall of Fame? Vote below for the one you think best meets the criteria of icon status, longevity, discovery, and innovation. The three toys that receive the most public votes will be submitted on one ballot and will join the other top three submissions for members of the National Selection Advisory Committee. The public will collectively act as one member of the committee. The final inductees will be revealed on Thursday, November 9th. Make your voice heard between September 13th and 20th at museumofplay.org to vote. One vote per day. Now, already, I'm going to stop there. I feel like this is already tainted because this is one of those things like the all-star game uh-huh. where you can vote as many times. I, I don't, I hate that. I think you should all just get one vote. It reminds That's me it. of Dancing with the Stars back in the day when I created new screen email names? addresses oh, and new screen oh. names, like five different ones just so I could vote more. Okay. Well, this is, I already <laughs> think it's skewed because Ideas. you can vote one per day. But Littles, that's the important part. You To do that on the website, you only have till the 20th. So you only have a few yeah. more days. Yep. Okay. It's only for the one week, September 13th through the 20th, museumofplay.org if you're interested in that. No need to do that though. And you've got plenty of time to get into our contest, which we will go into in a second. Okay. But let's get to the nominees, shall we? Yes. The finalists. The first one is Battleship. Okay. Mm -hmm. How the hell is that not already in? I know. I go through this every year. That was confusing. Yeah, that's surprising. uh, Many of these, I thought, how is this not already in? Right. Exactly. Okay. Baseball cards. Yeah. Okay. Now, I don't know about that. That, uh, There's a couple on here that I'm going to have a little... I guess I I don't know if I'd call that a game though, but as a we're gonna toy. find toy? A t- or, yeah, or a, t- I toy? That yeah. a toy, I mean to me that's yeah. If you treat them like a toy, you're gonna be sorry later in life. I guess True. is my point. But True. here's another one, bingo. That's How? more of a that's game. More of a game, yeah. Right. But I guess. Well, there's other games that have been in, so I, it yeah, should be the game because right. there's lots of games sure. that are in the toy. Yeah. Like, I think Risk, and I think... Yeah. Or no, Risk, I don't think got in. I would like to think the Game of Life is in there. Yeah, I think the Game of Life is in there. So there are games. But mm-hmm. again, that's, for me, that's one that I'm like, how is that not already in there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cabbage Patch Kids. I mean, that's a doll. Yes. So, yes. That, that, oh, absolutely. That, that absolutely qualifies. I don't know. I guess I'm just surprised at many of these. I would have thought that would have oh, been... It was I so popular. Yeah, when yeah. I was in fifth grade, everybody had one. Mm-hmm. Now, what I would say, if we're going to go back to baseball cards... Why aren't Garbage Pail Kids? That was what I collected Mm -hmm. when I was growing up, too. All right. Here's a big one for me. Choose your own adventure game books is what it says. Yeah. Okay. First of all, in my opinion, they are not game books. They're just books. Okay. Okay. Now, I'm aware, Littles, before we get the emails, the coloring book was inducted in 2019. Okay. So books are in the Hall of Fame. Yes. However, to me, coloring is an activity and that could be considered a toy. That's different to me. Mm-hmm. These are just books you read. Okay. Now, for those of you that don't know how Choose Your Own Adventure books go, you read two pages. At the bottom, it says, if you go this way, turn to page 20. If you go that way, turn to page 40. Kind right, of thing. right. And it's all over the place. Yep. Quick shout out, Neil Patrick Harris, who actually did his autobiography as a Choose Your Own Adventure. Fabulous book. Oh. Yeah. If you're interested in Neil Patrick Harris, it's a great read. It's uh, it's tempting, though. You kind of want to just read it straight through so you don't miss anything. I'm curious if it makes sense to be read straight through. I tried it. Not really. No. But, interesting. But there are stories that you don't want to miss. Yeah, right. So I right. just thought it was very clever. That's cool. So I guess what I'm saying is I don't know if I think of that as a toy. That's where I'm going Okay. With that. Yeah, I don't so think okay. of that as a toy. I'm actually surprised to hear that about a coloring book. But That's I will say I'm thrilled totally. that it got mentioned because yeah, sure. I love those freaking books. Cool. I grew up on those books. Yep. They're amazing. Okay. Yep. Connect four. 
Yes, definitely a toy. Yeah. It's a game, but it's a toy. Yeah, it's but same thing. Those, it's, if I it's mean, a game, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, here you go, ladies. <laughs> Ken. Yeah, okay. So that, I do have a little, I mean, first of all, I think he should already be in the Toy Hall of Fame, but I also feel like there's a really high chance that he will make it this Absolutely. year because of the movie. Absolutely. And Ryan. If it Agreed. weren't for that, then I don't know if, Ken would be even on this list. Right. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I can kind of go both ways on that one. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I think it's going to get inches for that. Yeah. But yeah. And Barbie's already in, right? Oh, Barbie was yeah. okay. the first. Yeah. 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 Makes okay. Sense. Little Tyke's Cozy Coop. I don't know what yeah, that, that's, that's that little car. That's the little red and yellow car. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's considered a ride on toys. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Nerf toys. That I just, mean, that has toys in the name. I, so. I don't yeah. understand why. How is it? So Nerf? like the Nerf guns that we were using yeah. on game night. Oh, yeah. We had Nerf day. guns. I forgot about so the Nerf fun. guns. <laughs> I mean, I still think the goldfish one was, yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. stellar. But yeah. the Nerf gun one was pretty good, that too. That was fun. I just, don't, again, I don't understand how Nerf. Is, is it Nerf products? Is I guess it's everything. Nerf football, Nerf I everything. I guess. Makes sense. Yeah, probably all Nerf well, products. Again, but so wasn't the Nerf... Toys. That's what I thought. Wasn't Nerf I thought football last year? I, I had that list and I got rid of it. I don't of know what it is. Anyway, <laughs> uh, th- uh, then we have slime. Just slime. Yeah, I definitely played with slime oh, a lot. I definitely played with it slime. It wasn't necessarily slime. It was the Nickelodeon version. Gak. Yes. Remember that commercial where the teacher with the glasses and the thing that the glasses hang on the lanyard, right? Oh, yeah. Whatever they wear. And she goes, and that's what (laughs) she did. That's all I can think about when I think of Gak. And I loved Gak so much. I did too. Little Bethy over on that being at the end of this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Then the last one, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. TMNT. All right. Action figures. Yeah. Again. You forgot one, though. What I'm I forget? Surprised they're not in there yet. Bop it. Oh, I skipped over Bop it after bingo. It's in alphabetical Bop order. It. And I missed it. Oh, my, my apologies to Bop it. I Pull think Bop it. it's too new. I like Bop, Bop it. it. I personally think it's a little new to get in uh, compared um, to some of these other historic ones. Yeah. Last year's winners were Light Bright, Masters of the Universe, and The Top. Yes. And in case you were wondering, Ken's girlfriend was inducted in the Hall of Fame inaugural class back in 1996. Oh, okay. Was she actually Ken's girlfriend? Yes. Oh, not technically? That's a question that the movie brings up. Could you could you go up a high and one more octave? <laughs> That's a question. Okay, <laughs> thanks, <brings> Roxy. <laughs> <laughs> All no. right. But now to the most important part, Littles. No rush for this one, but do it now. Our contest. Yes. You do have till November 7th, the yes. Tuesday episode. Now, that could get changed because of our schedules and we'll Tony's schedule. Posted. We'll keep you posted. But November 7th, the winner will be announced on November 11th, Saturday. Our Saturday episodes are usually pretty good to go. But again, I'll be on the road at that point. Roxy's going to be in tech probably. So yeah. we'll see how that goes. But we'll announce the Sid, winner. So you might be recording yourself. I'll hold down the show while you, you and guys Ritz. are gone. You and Ritz could fill in. Oh, I'm yeah. sure he'd love that. Yeah. So uh, that's our next contest. Vote if you want Ritz and I to <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> All right. So here's what you have to do. Email us. Go again. To first, our website. First name the tune. Same ways to get in touch with us. Website or email. Yes. Okay. Don't. We if, hesitate to say social media yeah, because, because that I don't will always missed. see all those. Yeah, that will get I missed. don't want you to get upset if I don't see a tweet or whatever or an X or whatever yes. it's called so now. So this time, the <laughs> so only email. way you can enter is by email or through our website. Which the email through the website. Is attached. Yeah, right. It's the same kind of thing. Right. But you can just go to our website. It says click here to email us. Yes. That'll count. Or just use our email address 
WTFCpodnet at gmail.com. Yes. Yes, I'm sorry. Chuck's an idiot. I should have went with Chuck is Loyal not Little's pod dot, you know, at gmail. But I didn't. Okay. All right. But that's the dates. So you have, I think the uh, winners will be announced on the 9th. Yes. I think the 9th mm-hmm. of November. So the next episode for us will be the 11th. That's when we'll announce right. our winners. Email us your top three choices. The top three that you think will get in, the one closest to matching all three will win a prize. Yes. Okay, that's exactly what we did last year. Yes. And it was a lot of fun. So we're going to do that again. But in the meantime, we have to get to our Meet the Littles guys. We do. We'll come back to this quite a bit. I mean, do you have any quick front runners that you think you would pick off the top? I would say I would pick off the top Battleship, Nerf Toys, and Slime. Okay. Mm. That's not her final answer. She has the right to change it, but that's her pre Yeah. What's your gut? I mean, I definitely agree. Battleship, Bop It, and I'll say The Little Tykes Cozy Coop. Okay. Oh, I yeah, think that one too. And Cab- you know what? Actually, I have too many to choose from. I, I think Bop It's <laughs> a little too soon. I'm gonna, I would say this is, these are not our choices right now, but I would say, yeah, Battleship. I think Battleship and Bingo, I think one or the other. Yeah. I think Connect Four is a little too new too. And then Nerf. I think Nerf's a good one. So I'll go with those three. Anyway, we'll Okay. I would love Choose Your Own Adventure, but I just don't think that's gonna happen. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, we gotta get out of here. Great meet the littles guests. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with Meet the Littles. Hi, this is Bob Sproul from Pittsburgh, and you're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network, your best bet in podcast entertainment. promised on last week's episode littles we are being played in by the one and only pat mcgee band and this song is called broken heart now don't forget to go over to instagram and give them a follow at pat mcgee band or over on facebook and just search the pat mcgee band that's p-a-t-m-c-g-e-e band and littles don't forget the most important thing is october 14th at the capital one hall in tyson's virginia Get your tickets now. The Pat McGee Band will be playing there with special guest John Popper from Blues Traveler. The more important thing is, make sure you head on over to WeRockCancer.org. Get your tickets there. Use our code, Choxy, C-H-O-X-Y, and you'll save 20% off your ticket price. Do it now, Littles. This is a limited time offer. Don't forget to get your tickets to the big event on October 14th. Do it now. Go to WeRockCancer.org. And as always, we will play the full song, Broken Heart, by the Pat McGee Band at the end of the podcast. When love's real, it's hard to walk away. Sometimes there is a sense in crying. The tears tell you, hear it loud, well, most days. To say I've moved on, I'd be lying. You were. Oh
Alright, all you loyal littles, it's now time to meet the littles. And Roxy. Chuck. Short turnaround on this one. I know, another quick one. Got in touch? Yep. Here we are. Here we are. Please welcome to the podcast, Gaston Krub. Hey Gaston, how's it going? Great. How are you doing, Chuck and Roxy? Great to meet you guys. Oh, we're so happy we're you're fantastic. here with us. We're doing great. And we're glad we chatted a little bit off air first mm-hmm. because, Roxy, what were you going to ask him? Just be honest. Go uh, ahead. Say it. Say it. What, what did you want to ask him? I'm embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if we're being honest, Gaston, we thought it was yeah. Gaston. Yeah. So she was going to make some snide, like, bell... No. What like, were you going to... Not snide. You were going to ask him some silly, like, Beauty and the Beast question. Do you know Belle? Like, oh, do you know Belle? How's Belle? I knew that the answer would be no, but... Right. So we're very happy that we got the clarification on the pronunciation Before of your name. Before we started recording. Because uh. as soon as I got that, I'm like, okay, I'm not asking this. <laughs> That's silly. I mean, it was silly and stupid anyway, but again, we're the fun and dumb uh, exactly. podcast, so I guess it works. And I thought but, the same. Because mm-hmm. I was like, I rolled my eyes when she said that. And I'm like, you're not asking him that. No, I'm, sure just, he, I'm sure he gets asked that like a hundred times a week. It's cool because I've never met anyone with this name. So yeah. you're the first. Congratulations. So welcome, <laughs> Gaston, to the podcast. We're excited to have you here. Yeah. Why don't you take a second, introduce yourself to all the loyal littles out there. Sure. My name is Gaston Krub. It actually is Gaston. Oh, uh, oh. I'm named after my paternal grandfather oh. uh, who lived in Alexandria, Egypt. Uh, where a lot of people spoke French. My great-grandfather was actually the headmaster of a French school over there. And that started in 1956 when the Suez dispute happened. Anybody with a French passport was kindly asked to leave Egypt, which is how my father ended up growing up in Paris. Fast forward to when I was born. I was born in New York. And apparently people don't speak as much French in New York as they do in Egypt and in Paris. (laughs) So uh, Gaston became Gaston. uh, And that's what I've been known as ever since. So I'm comfortable going both ways. And if I had a dollar for every time someone sings me the Beauty and the Beast song, oh. um, See? I'd be treating you guys to something. Uh, <laughs> You'd become a supporter immediately, Roxy. Now, wait, so did the pronunciation of Gaston come because you live in New York and that's just how people in New York talked? Or is that what this probably is a really silly question, but no, no, um, I understand what like you're they're saying. at like Boston. Did your parents We're in call you Gaston? Right. Let's no, never, never, yeah. no, never. My family nickname is Tonton, which is the last T-O-N-T-O-N. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, that's my, cute. I don't know that my parents ever called me my full name. And it's very hard for my father because he grew up in France. He came sure. here as a teenager. Yep. So he still has a heavy, you know, pretty heavy French accent. And so it would be hard for him to say guess and I think, but I, I over the years, I think he's gotten it. Yeah. Now, of course, I'm the oldest of five and my other siblings are... Eddie, Bobby, Lily, and Barbara. So who speaks <laughs> with the unusual name? <laughs> Honestly, that's kind of like the little ghosts in Pac-Man or Miss Pac-Man. They're Inky, Blinky, Pinky, and, and Sue. Cla- oh, I thought it was Clyde. It's I, Clyde. Oh, I think Miss Pac-Man is Sue. Okay, yeah. I'm pretty sure there's a random Sue thrown in there. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's so funny. I love that. All right, so now what happened after New York? Did you go away to school, anything like that? No, actually not. So I grew up in Brooklyn for college. I went to NYU, New York University. So I was commuting to college. After graduating from there, I went to Cardozo Law School, which is also in Manhattan. It's literally a couple of blocks from NYU. So basically lived at home until I got married. When I first got married to my wife, she was still a student in college in the city. So we lived in the city for about a year and a half. Then we had our first child and we moved back to Brooklyn and we've been there ever since. So so you're in Brooklyn right now? 
Well, right now I'm actually I'm by my in-laws' house on the Jersey Shore, oh, uh, okay. waiting nice. for the summer to end so I could go back home. Yeah. Gotcha. But eventually, I, I sound like I'm a prisoner, but I'm really not. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Well, you did say in-laws. <laughs> yeah. No, <I'm> just <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but when I was growing up, my family bought a house down on the Jersey Shore. So we've been coming for summers since I'm about eight or nine years old, okay. and my gotcha. wife grew up here. So there's you know there's just a lot of connection. But as of next week, I'll be back in Brooklyn, and you know it's Brooklyn. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what else to say about it. Oh, we know it. Well, we never go there, but we know. <laughs> it's so far. Because Littles, <laughs> this is a new listener to the podcast, yes. hopefully. And mm-hmm. so he doesn't know a lot of our background. So we're neighbors. We're yeah. in Manhattan. Yeah. So that's okay. that's yeah. where the official podcast yeah. studio is, is. I went to college. I went to Wagner on Staten Island. Yeah. Um, so I spent some time out there. Right. But yeah. It's rare that we go to Brooklyn. Actually, Chuck, you've been going to Brooklyn. <laughs> I've been going for... there a lot because I've done a lot of umpiring and refereeing of volleyball this year yep. over the summer. Mm-hmm. So for some reason, I always get assigned, even though I live right by Columbus Circle, I'm always assigned in Williamsburg or yeah. Pier 6, Yeah. you know, mm-hmm. hateful places to have to get to, in my opinion. <laughs> but <laughs> Once you're there, the well, you're there, they're very pretty. Absolutely. I will say I've lived my whole life in Brooklyn, but yeah. there are I've probably been to more neighborhoods in Manhattan than I've been to in Brooklyn. Yeah. Like really? there, there are definitely streets, many, many, many streets in Brooklyn that I've never, ever been to. Whereas, you know, having worked in the city, I went to school in the city. Obviously, I, I we go out at night in the city and uh, worked in the city for about 15 years before sure. started working from home is very much much more familiar in a lot of ways than, yeah. than even my home borough. You know, wow. it's like, don't mix where you work and you play. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a good, that's true. That's, that's a good way to think about it. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah. speaking of working now, did you always wanted to be a lawyer? And when did, how did that happen? No, not really. So I was actually, when I was in NYU, I was actually pre-med and I probably my best experience in college was I got a kind of an internship in the urology department at NYU Medical Center. Mm-hmm. And I really loved working with the doctors. Funny story, they were doing some clinical testing on Viagra at the time. So we got to see these old gentlemen come in and walk out <laughs> with a smile on their face. Um, <laughs> and, you know, I, I really liked it. I did go to college young. I had skipped sixth grade. So oh, when I graduated okay. high school, I was only 16. And I had a lot of AP credits. So I ended up graduating NYU at 19. So I was really very... Not Smart. the maturest graduate. Yeah, but, you know. <laughs> Go ahead, say it. I get it. Uh, yeah, no, but what ended up happening, though, is I um, ended up taking the MCAT, taking the LSAT, did better on the LSAT than on the MCAT, and decided that law would be something that was good. I was a history major, too, so mm-hmm. I've always liked to read and write, and there was just something about the path to law that made sense for me at the time. Yeah. And, you know, I was lucky enough to kind of break in and get started at a great law firm and kind of take it from there. In terms of what law I practice, I'm actually a registered patent attorney. Oh, so yeah. that was another, th- yeah, that was another thing that was really attractive to me is I got to use science, right? Because we're always working with inventors and in and, and different technology areas. So I got to use my science background with my reading and writing. And it's really been very, very rewarding, thankfully, intellectually and professionally to work in such an interesting field. Yeah. Wow. Because yeah. I always wanted to yeah. be a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And then I found out how much schooling I'd have to do because <laughs> my parents were both cops. Yeah. And I just always loved right. the law. I wanted to go into it, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Became a musician instead. Go figure. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be creative as a lawyer. Um, I actually had a very interesting fellow uh, in my law school class who was a musician. One of the things that was actually really interesting about law school was just the variety of people that were there. I mean, we had sure. professional musicians. We had people like me that were like 21 years old, 22 years old, just trying to 
find something productive to do with ourselves. You know, there was one gentleman who was in his 60s that decided, like, screw everything. I'm going to be I'm going to do what I want to do for <laughs> once in my life and ended up becoming a lawyer. Wow. Uh, yeah. So it's really rewarding. And, and what I tell people, law school is kind of, I would say, on balance overrated. But at the same time, the first year of law school, which is when you have to take the required classes and where they train you to th- start thinking like a lawyer, that's probably pound for pound the most interesting educational experience I think anybody could have. Because you really, if you look at yourself from when you start law school to where you are when you finish your first year of studies, you're really a different person. And if there was anything I would recommend to people, if you have any affinity for the law whatsoever, go to law school. Try the first year. You might love it. You might hate it. Treat it as a one-year commitment. And no matter what, even if you had never practiced a minute of law in your career, you're probably going to be a a more thoughtful and better person for the experience. So yeah, that's my book for law school. I don't that's know why so I'm making great. it, but that's <laughs> right. Yeah. That's so great though. Well, you know, the online courses, cause when I was on tour for so many years, I had all my days free. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, huh, I felt like I should utilize them. Of course I never did, but I wanted to get my master's in criminal justice. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. all my friends were like, you're just watching too much law and order. Stop. Just stop. <laughs> <laughs> and it's probably well, a good uh, point, but I don't know. I just thought it would have been something at least to have mm-hmm. my master's, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. As someone who like has flirted over the years of going back to school for something or the other, I definitely understand the impulse. What I ended up doing to get rid of that itch is I actually started teaching once a week. And and that's a great way to cure yourself of any desire to go back to school, which is to actually go back to school (laughs) and try to teach high schoolers. (laughs) That's true. That's a good point. So what do you teach? You know, what happened was this is about seven or eight years ago. The high school that I graduated from happens to be a co-ed yeshiva in Brooklyn, Mm -hmm. and they have an internship program. And the woman that runs the internship program, I ran into her somewhere and she's like, what have you been up to? And I told her, you know, what I was doing in my career and stuff. She's like, oh, well, you have to come teach the kids. I'm like, what do you mean teach the kids? She goes, just come. So I put together a class. It's kind of like an elective on an elective. I started talking about intellectual property law, which is what I practice. And my the whole idea behind the class was that no matter what we do, right, you're a musician, you're a podcaster, you're importing fidget spinners from China. No matter what you do, intellectual property law touches on your business and your life, mm-hmm. right? Whether it's your copyrights, your trademarks, uh, if you're lucky enough to be an inventor, your patents. So I, I just saw an opportunity to give the kids a little bit what I call IP literacy, because I think it's a really important skill, especially for younger people to have now that we live in a kind of connected world and things are more global and it's more important than ever to really understand how who owns what matters in your life and your career. Mm -hmm. So I started teaching that class. And then um, a couple of years in, I decided to add a second class. So now I teach that principles of IP. Uh, I go Fridays at lunchtime. And then I also teach a negotiation class because uh, I've always been a fan of negotiation. I used to do negotiation seminars at my law firm. Mm. Uh, So now I teach the kids negotiation and I do crazy things like telling them, you know, go out on the street and try to negotiate a free lunch. And whoever gets the best lunch wins, you know, like I give them all these. To me, it's all about, you know, these are smart kids. These are very motivated kids. They're very busy. They're very stressed. There's a lot on their plate in terms of trying to get into a good college and things like that. And I try to use the opportunity to give them a little bit more of a life perspective, try to build their skills, build their confidence and give them things that they could use 
even if they don't really know what, why I'm telling them what I'm telling them when I'm telling it to them. Right. It's so amazing. it's a great opportunity. It's really rewarding. And I recommend it to anybody, anybody that has any skill whatsoever, you'll never go wrong teaching. Oh, I thought you were going to say negotiating for a free lunch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't that go wrong, true. right? I mean, hey, why yeah. not? Try it. Yeah. <laughs> you might yeah. get it. Listen, you, you guys have it easy. You could just offer spots on your podcast. Yeah, and, uh, you know, they'll, be throw, they'll be throwing food at you. No, no problem. Yeah, right. <laughs> and this is so interesting. And I know it's becoming more believable as we get older and older, Roxy, here. Mm-hmm. Because now that we're up into the 260s. But we actually oh, had you mean our podcast, our podcast. age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wasn't talking about our age. <laughs> like, but we've second. had a patent lawyer, another loyal yeah. little episode mm-hmm. thirty-five. Anthony Verna, I believe, mm-hmm. is. Uh, oh, cool. He's also a patent lawyer yeah. because that's right when we were off air discussing our podcast logo. Yes, and at the time we thought was uncopywritten until some people were interested in possibly getting shirts and stuff. So we looked into it. Come to find out, after a, a various Google searches, I found out that it is there was a you know, a copyright. And he was just like, get your own logo, yeah. get your own logo. Mm-hmm. And we did. <laughs> and we like, did. Well, immediately. Thank, thank you, Eric Lonergan. Eric Lonergan, episode four. Yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, well, listen, we have a lot more to get into, but let's take a quick break because okay. uh, I want to make sure we have time for the other stuff. So, yeah. all right, we'll be right back with Meet the Littles. This is the Laura Littles Podcast with Chuck and Ross. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast and Roxy. We're lucky enough to have Gaston. Gaston. I know, right? He said either one, mm-hmm. I guess. But yep. he said Gaston to begin with. So we're going to go with that. Now, we have a lot more to get into, but some fun things we like to do uh, real quick is we always just like, because we pay homage to Tony Kornheiser, obviously, which is a sports podcast. Uh-huh. We like to talk about your fandom. Okay. So like, basically, okay. what's your favorite sport? And do you have one? And do you have a favorite team and that kind of thing? Sure. So one of the benefits of having a father who grew up in France, as opposed to the U.S., is that I was a complete free agent when it came to football in terms of having to follow a team. Mm -hmm. So growing up in the 80s, my favorite team was the Philadelphia Eagles, the Buddy Ryan, Mm -hmm. Reggie White. Absolutely. That Randall Cunningham team. So I'm actually, even though I still live in Brooklyn, actually an Eagle season ticket holder. Wow. Um, And I go all the time with my kids. And uh, I was even on the season ticket board for the Eagles, working with the marketing department. I did that for two years. So my favorite sport's definitely football. And my favorite team is definitely the Eagles. Uh, and it's it's really been a great run. And I'm you know, yeah. obviously looking forward to this season. Yeah. But yeah, I've, it's one of those things where I very easily could have ended up a Jets or Giants fans. And, and thank God I, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they're from New Jersey right, anyway. Once you get so. to know the podcast more, we'll be like, why would you want to root for a team from New Jersey? But uh, <laughs> save the emails, little. Save the emails. We know. We know. get it. Um, yeah. But yeah, so we're, so, we're actually the same thing. Yeah. I'm from New York, but I don't follow any right. real. I mean, I have a soft spot, soft-ish spot for the Bills. Mm-hmm. I'm all right, over the right, right. She's from the Northeast, so she's a Red Sox fan. Yes. And a Patriots mm-hmm. fan. Yes. Oh, yeah. So. I would say in terms of fandom, like as a kid growing up, I was definitely more of a Yankee fan than anything else. Uh-huh. Like I, gotcha. I was a history major, but as a kid, I used to love to read about Yankees history and yeah. You know, my birthday's in the summer, so my parents would always take me to a game for my birthday. And, mm-hmm. and oh, nice. We, you know, so growing up, it was definitely baseball. And I think as I got older, I started gravitating more towards football. And, yeah. and what I'll say, my kids are between 11 and 20. And 
the boys at least, it's all football. I yeah. mean, their, their whole weekend revolves around red zone and hanging out with their friends and watching the games for mm. 82 hours till their eyes fall out. Right. So um, <laughs> nice. I think we see the change. I've definitely seen the changes in my in my own kind of life where football's really been ascendant, which I know is something that on the podcast we all like to listen to. There's a point that gets made pretty often as well. Right? Absolutely. That, that football rules all at this point. Yeah. 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 Now, did you get to go to the Super Bowl? You said you're a season ticket holder. So I don't know how that all works. Right. So it's funny because, you know, obviously in 2017, when the Eagles were riding high and as a season ticket holder, I had guaranteed seats to the playoff game. So the first game that season was against the Falcons, but it was a Saturday night. And because I, I'm Sabbath observant, I couldn't go to the game. Right. So I sold those tickets and just caught the rest of the game when it was over. And then the next week was the Minnesota Vikings game for the NFC Championship. But I was with my family in Disney World because it was my kids winter break. So mm. I actually flew from Orlando with my son, my oldest son, who's also a big Eagles fan. We flew from Orlando on Saturday night. We stayed overnight in Philly, went to the game, and then just got on the plane and flew right back to the rest of the family uh, in Orlando. And it was one of the greatest sporting experiences of my life just the, the atmosphere in the stadium sure it was really fantastic and then uh, we were also fortunate enough to go to this year's nfc championship game and the funny story about that is it was like all right maybe this time we'll actually win the lottery and get a chance to go to the super bowl mm. and like literally in the parking lot on the way out i got an email from the team sorry you have not been selected no. for the lottery for the super bowl so that was the way that one played out but i think there's something about going to a championship game even if it's just the nfc championship or the afc championship yeah and doing it at the home stadium and right. being with the same people in your section that you speak yep. to and you see all year. Sure. To me, that's probably a better experience than going to the Super Bowl. But it's easy for me to say because I haven't yet gone to a Super Bowl. And to share it with your kids, Special. you know, that's that's what that's what it's about in my view. Right. It's worth the drive. So, okay, now real quick, let's get into this because it's something actually you put on the form. But right. we always do this. Mm -hmm. We want to know how you became a little and your connection with Tony Kornheiser and things like that and what it means to you to be a little. So actually, my first connection to Tony Kornheiser was when I was in NYU. I used to have to wait to get a ride home to Brooklyn. I had a couple of friends that were also commuting with me, and we would carpool. And people have different schedules in college, and usually I would pass the time in the library. And one time I was in the main library in NYU, and for some reason there was a little green hardcover book, slim book, a couple of hundred pages, and it was called The Baby Chase by Tony Kornheiser. Yep. And I sat down on in my favorite section of the library and I read it cover to cover in one sitting. Wow. And Whoa. I remember being very much affected by I'll say the honesty. Yeah. You know, it was it was almost yep. it was almost brutal in a way, right? Yeah. Like it, but it, but in a beautiful way. Just how much this person was willing to be open about the struggle to have a child and how much it meant to them. And, you know, maybe I'm affected from the point of view, like I come from a, you know, I'm the oldest of five and there's a lot of big families around and, and you kind of take for granted, you know, I grew up in a house where my cousins were also there. So we had five cousins, like it was a two story house. So you had 10 kids in one house and just how fun that was growing up. Yeah. And then to read this story, you know, really affected me. And that was really my first experience with Tony. So um, can I, and I would love to interject because yeah, sure. I just read that book four months ago mm -hmm. for the first time. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it affected me in a way because of course I'm discussing it briefly on the, I'm just basically saying, oh, I'm reading this book. And I had right. Littles writing into the show saying, stop, stop reading it. 
you're not going to want to finish it. And I'm like, no, no, you don't understand. This is the only book that Tony Kornheiser has written that I haven't read yet. And actually, it's the only one that I don't have in my collection. My dream is to get an autographed copy of that book, which I know will probably be very difficult, but that's kind of the one that I need to complete my Tony Kornheiser selection because I have all the other books autographed and it affected me as well. And I'm glad I finished it. I understand why they were telling me. And most times it was like, that's not Tony. And that was way back then. And I get all that. But I am glad I read it, and I, I totally understand what you're saying. And I don't know if it's because I read it as an adult or later in life, however you want to say it, but I really enjoyed it. I really did. Yeah, I, I haven't gone back and read it. I mean, it's not something I think that you go back to, but yeah. I don't know if I agree with the idea that it's not Tony. You know, as someone who writes, mm-hmm. everything we write is a reflection of us, right, yeah. in some yeah. way. And people are multifaceted, and it's not that you're a certain way. It's how you address a particular challenge that comes out in your writing, right? And and it could be a very simple challenge or it could be something much more profound. But if someone's willing to be honest about how they're confronting a challenge, that tends to be very affecting. And I don't have such a great memory anymore. And I don't remember stuff I did yesterday, but I remember sitting down and reading that book. And that's something that, you know, is pretty rare in my life. And I'm grateful to Tony for that. And then I didn't even know who this was, Mm -hmm. you know, and kind of fast forward, the next time I kind of interfaced with Tony uh, from the outside was after I graduated law school, I got a job working as an associate in a big law firm, international law firm with a lot of lawyers and fancy offices in Midtown and all that stuff. And the life of an associate is by definition, pretty hard, right? You're in a competition with all these other smart people to try to make partner after eight or 10 or years. And you're expected to make a lot of money for the firm. And the way you make money for the firm is by working a lot of hours and being productive and being very busy all the time. So what I found was middle of the day, it would be lunchtime and I would just need something like background noise. So I used to put on ESPN radio and I used to listen to this Tony Kornheiser guy from Washington, D.C., And I was like, oh, that's the guy that wrote the book. Mm -hmm. And having read the book first, you would expect that the radio show would be, you know, uh, you need a a handkerchief to get through it. But but it ended up being this (laughs) kind of light, funny, smart dialogue about things that I didn't really know a lot about, like Washington, D.C., sports and things like that. But it was engaging and I got used to it. And so it was really an important part of my life at a very critical moment in my life because I was working really hard at the time. I didn't have many diversions, right? It was all about work. As a young lawyer, you're trying to do a couple of things at the same time, right? You're trying to actually learn what to do in a very, very difficult and challenging professional environment. At the same time, you're also trying to learn how to be a professional yourself and and operate as like a 25-year-old, 26-year-old, interacting with people that are 30, 40, 50 years older than you in a professional capacity. And you need outlets, right? And, you know, one of my outlets was I played basketball for the law firm basketball team. But another one of outlets was just having this radio show on in the background as I got stuff done. Now, could I listen to the radio show and write a brief? No. But in terms of like middle of the day, normal course, nothing pressing, Mm -hmm. you need background noise. And some people turn to music. I turn to Tony Kornheiser on ESPN radio. Nice. It's a very, you know, it's a very... I don't want to say very similar story, but we all have our connection with Tony and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I understand what those people were saying, you know, because even listening to Tony from day one, you know, on ESPN 980 or wherever it came from, 
as we know, yeah. the, the Tony today is completely different. Yeah, he's you know in a different I mean? season yes. of life. Yeah, you know? different. And when, yeah, he, when exactly. he's written all of his books, he's been in a different season of his life. Right. So yep. you kind of, yeah, kind of take it with that in mind. But yep. it is interesting to me, the number of littles, pretty much everybody, how they recall this one moment that this is like kind of Tony changed their life, you yeah. know, or was there for mm -hmm. them in a way that they didn't know they needed. And it's just some guy talking <laughs> You know, and they that's where like that's guy. where me as yeah. a non-little and right. like what is happening. But I mean, throughout this podcast, doing this podcast with Chuck, I've really seen well, you know, how you'd always make fun of me because yeah, the summertime would. would come when he'd take the summer <laughs> off, be and so I'd be so depressed. I'd be so depressed, and I'm like, "What is wrong with you? It's beautiful out. Let's get outside and do something." And he's like, I, "I'm just so bummed out." There's I'm no like, Tony. There's no know? Tony. I'm like, who? What? <laughs> it's like it's a freaking podcast. It's a podcast. There's yeah. so many other things you could be listening to. Right. But so. yeah, I get it now. Anyway. Mm -hmm. Well, Gaston, we can't thank you enough for coming on to meet the littles and sharing your stories. Yeah. But now my pleasure. We know you're a newbie, but we've got some fun dumb questions for you. We hope that's okay. You got it. All right. Roxy, hit it. All right. If you could be a cartoon character for a week, who would you want to be? Gaston and Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> he looks like he's having a lot of fun. <laughs> Littles, no editing there whatsoever. But you do know how it ends, right? <laughs> well, that's true. Up until it's that a point. week. Huh? It's only a week. I want the week before the baby. Oh, true, true, oh, true, okay. true. Yep. That's true. Oh, that's, that's a good right. point. That's Roxy. a very good point. Mm -hmm. See, very smart. Yeah. Yes. We better be careful on which ones we pick here. <laughs> uh, let's keep it. Let's keep it easy. What is your favorite French fry shape? <laughs> I like like a straight cut. Straight cut. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. What do you think is the greatest invention of all time? Oh, here we go. She's getting deep. Uh, you're, asking, you're asking a patent lawyer what the greatest Right, exactly. <laughs> I don't think she meant to do that, but that's brilliant. <laughs> no. Maybe I did. But, okay, yeah. I would say the, I, I always liked the story of the guy that discovered the tire, rubber. Oh. Good year, right? You know, okay. that whole thing. Like, if you think about how much of our lives revolve around having good tires. Yeah. It helps, you know, when yeah, you're sure. flying, you want to land. <laughs> you know, it's good to have good tires yeah. on the plane. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> to get around. That's a good point. Right? So I'll go with tires. I don't know why, but I'll go with That's tires. That's a great one. Okay. That's All a right. great one. That's yeah. great. Since you're from New York, if you hosted Saturday Night Live, who would you want to introduce as your musical guest? Oh, that's a good one. I would say... REM. Oh, okay. Good one. Yeah, because I, I think it's Saturday night. You don't know what kind of vibe the audience will be in, but REM comes out. They do something weird. People like them anyway, and I, I think it would just be a really good show. Mm. Excellent. All right, one more, yeah. Roxy. Okay. What three famous people, living or dead, would you want at your fantasy dinner party? Okay, so... I'm not going to say Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we used that up already. Bell? Uh, okay, so I would say I'd like to meet Julius Caesar. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because, you yep. know, seems like he got a lot done yep. in his time. And I'm, I'm a sucker for a tragic ending. I would say... Just wait till you Probably listen to this Abe episode. Lincoln. You gotta say you gotta say Abe Lincoln. So I was like kind of a Civil War buff, and if I was gonna go for my master's in history, I was gonna write about prisons in the in the Civil War. Wow. So you gotta say Abe Lincoln. All right. right, number three, I'll go with someone who's alive, uh, and I maybe have a chance to talk to. But I think Bill Clinton. Oh, okay. seems like a fascinating guy. I don't know if I, you know, politically. I don't even remember what he stood for, yeah. but uh, <laughs> he played so saxophone. You know. He played saxophone. That's all <laughs> I remember. I just know, like, like a lot of stuff happened. There's probably he's probably got great stories. Yeah. He's mostly yeah. 
Yeah, well, the cat sure named Socks. Guy. Oh, that's right. They had the cat named Socks. He's probably mm-hmm. dead, though, Roxy, now. Sorry. Right, right. But, yeah, you know, so. I got to be honest. And I don't care which way you lean. I think just any president. Yeah. I got to be honest. Yes. I think any president yeah. would be fascinating. Just to have an evening to pick their brain. Yeah. 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 Except so. for Calvin Coolidge, because he wouldn't say anything. <laughs> right. He'd just like... <laughs> He just, you know, tap his fingers on the table and stare at you and be That's like, all point. right, when's this over? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got to get back to doing nothing and claiming it's right. the greatest way to be a president. Right? <laughs> but, uh, I love Coolidge, but right. <laughs> it's just the way it goes. Uh, all right. Nice. Real quick, some, uh, uh, let's do some rapid fire. Coke or Pepsi? Pepsi. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Cake or pie? Cake. Uranus jokes, not funny or never not funny? Never not funny. Yeah. Excellent. All right, let's end with that one. All right. All right, well, Gaston, thank you so much for taking the time to meet the Littles. Now, is there anything we can plug for you, or how can people get in touch with you if you want to be gotten in touch with? So I put myself out there every week. I write a weekly intellectual property column on AboveTheLaw.com, which uh, calls itself a legal tabloid, but is really one of the leading websites for people that practice law, are interested in law, that like to read about legal stuff. Oh, cool. So you could check out my column in any given week. I might write about Tony Kornheiser or I might discuss some patent case that you poke your eyes out if you had to hear anything about. But I try to mix it up. I try to talk about interesting things. So it comes out every Tuesday. So feel free to check out my column. And Great. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Just put my name in there and you'll see more columns to read than you'll, you'll ever want to. <laughs> Excellent. Love it. All right. And as an homage to the big show, we'll get you out of here on this. Over or under? Over. Gravity does its job. Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. Okay. That's new. (laughs) I concur. Roxy's quote adaptable. I'm adaptable. But but whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thanks again so much for taking the time, Gaston. We really appreciate it. My pleasure, guys. Thank you so much. All right, all you loyal listeners. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Honest Larry, and you're listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast, and thank you, Gaston, for coming on to meet the Littles, or Gaston. Yeah. As uh, he clarified. Yes, technically. Uh, we went with Gaston, though, because that's yep. how he introduced himself yes. first. Yes. So anyway. All right. Well, listen, we're back. Sid's still here. Still here. And we're going <laughs> to get to, possibly we'll get to the Friday Five. We kind of want to because it's a newbie. Yeah. And it's someone who has not reached out to TV be on the podcast. Dear. And from Ohio. Uh-huh. Now, clearly, this person has not heard that Ohio is, you know, lots of littles. I mean, oh, she knows. Yeah. But... We got to get a Chuck and Roxy number, though. That's, yes. That's the key. Yes. So uh, we're going to start with our emails, though. Okay. And I think the honor is going to Sydney. Ooh, I get to start it off. Okay. So this first one comes from Greg Sheramita, episode 154. Morning, Sir Chuckles and Lady Roxy. <laughs> it was good to see you in Syracuse and glad you made it back safely. During this morning's walk with Nikki Barkstrom, the Wonder Dog, correct oh. me if I got that wrong, I have some notes about the rapid-fire questions. <laughs> Cartoon character. The mention of Rocky and Bullwinkle being for kids, but adults could watch it. Another one was Beanie and Cecil. I think that's right. Cecil? I have Cecil? no idea. I want to say Cecil. Cecil? Okay. I'm going to go with that. I watched it as a kid and would offer to do an imitation of Cecil. Hang on, Beanie Boy. Okay. Ho- hopefully I got that right. I'm, I'm curious. I'm going to have to look that up. I don't know that reference. Yeah, we yeah. Know. I'm curious. Yeah, yeah. My daughter bought me as a birthday present the box set on DVD of the series. 
episode 218 would sit and watch some of the episodes and didn't realize how much was, quote, adult-oriented with double entendres, yes. etc. Mm-hmm. Musical guest, a fun fact. Jackson Brown's mom was my American lit teacher in high school. We were hoping to get him to come perform at our school graduation, but he was on tour. Oh. oh. Yeah, that's cool. cool. That, that is cool. And lastly, Little's Jersey. Henley sounds good. Love a three-quarter sleeve. <laughs> the other thing might be a jersey, the t-shirt version of a player's jersey. Just throwing it out there. Jersey. No, jersey. I don't think we want t-shirts. Mm. I know what he's talking about. It's yeah. like the baseball shirts. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. thought of that. I did think of that, but I yeah. thought most people would... They were talking about the jerseys. You want so. the, like the button down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, or even the Henley style. Right, you right. Know, not right. necessarily. But three quarter sleeve. Take notes. Is that what he said? Three he quarter did, yeah. sleeve? Yeah, three quarter sleeve. We'll see. We got to figure it out. All right. Next, we heard from Tim Cree, Fort Collins, Colorado, episode 107. He says, Chuck, I have a word that you guys cannot pronounce. Gee, go figure. <laughs> this is the word for an eclipse. Basically, whenever three celestial objects are lined up, go ahead and try to pronounce this. Well, I. You know, if I had I known, I would have gotten Noah Petro back on the line. Okay, I also, I've seen this before. I think this is, although it can't be, I've seen this word, I thought, as the highest letter count in Scrabble. Okay. But oh. does anyone have any idea how this is pronounced? I don't. I do. I have an idea. Okay. All right, let's see it. This Maybe is pronounced. Maybe it. spell it first. Okay, it's spelled S-Y-Z-Y-G-Y. And that's an actual word. So naturally, it's Sizzyiggy. Okay, that's that's it. That's got to be it. That's got to be it. All right, and I, like I said, I don't think this could be the highest Scrabble count though, because if you get a seven, if you get a bingo, as they call it in Scrabble, a seven-letter word, uh-huh. you get more points for that. So I don't even think maybe if this was in a triple word situation, I don't. I mean, you'd know have to, yeah, because Scrabble the, enough. Okay, so Y's, I only think there's one or two Y's, so you'd need one of these would be a blank space. Anyway, I'm reading too much into this, but I think that's the <laughs> word. Because there are words out there, they, they do that, so you know what the highest count is. I'll definitely know, be asking Siri how to properly pronounce I'm that. I'm going to say Jiggy. Jiggy? Oh, oh jiggy. I like, like that. Jiggy with it. Yes. All right, well, you got the next one, right? <laughs> I do. This is from Brad Phillips, episode 184. If I ever get to the point where I need a service animal, I want to get a miniature horse. Yep, approved by the ADA. And Roxy, you will be more than welcome to pet him or her. Glad y'all enjoyed the track. Brad Phillips. Is that really? That can't be true. A miniature horse? They're so cute. But you can't bring that on a plane. They're like a baby, but they're an adult. (laughs) Right? Um, that's what a treat if that were allowed. Well, I'm. Yeah, I clarify would love that, to see Brad. A People horse. would be really mad. Well, I don't know. Actually, I, I wouldn't be, but I, know, I, would, I, I, would, I wouldn't be mad. I yeah. think a bunch of people would actually think it's adorable. Yeah. But I'm not so yeah. sure that's allowed. But just like, all right, here's the thing. We've talked about this. There's other animals like people think snakes and things. I mean, if someone walks in with a snake around their neck and nope. it's trying to sit next to me on the plane, I would have to, nope. I would have to excuse myself. I would have a cow. That I would mean, be, yeah. And the be cow, cute. you could be on the plane probably too. But <laughs> no, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I like, There's certain phobias like spiders things like yeah, that that people right. some people look everyone has their thing so maybe you're some gonna people be in a public space you have yeah, to be respectful of and you know okay, of but everyone some people, but some people but might yes, think of I mean, a dog you need, to, you need to have a service animal absolutely dogs cats i think should be on the list i don't think snakes or well, I, only like i guess yeah your question what is the line right what is the line because you don't like them what if there's people out there that don't like dogs right. i mean seriously right. if you've got bit as a kid right, by a dog, sure. I could totally see you having this fear as an adult of Absolutely. like, you know, people are like, oh, they're friendly. They're f- it's yeah. an, as Tony says, it's an animal. Right. Yeah. You know, you don't know. Yeah. You could say it's friendly, but I mean, 
there's of course he's talking about the idiots that want to pet tigers and right. lions and things right. like that because they're they are beautiful animals but it's like hello don't be a dope you know it's like it's your own <laughs> fault if you get your hand bitten off by a right. lion because right. that's what they do yeah you know uh-huh. so anyway all right one more episode 178 oh boy here we go dear choxy episode 261 nine minutes 25 seconds that's what she said Episode 261, 10 minutes, 33 seconds. That's what she said. Episode 261, 47 minutes, 25 seconds. That's what she said. Episode 261, 52 minutes. That's what she said. All day. We can do this <laughs> all day. Maybe that should have been the name of the podcast. That's what she said. All d- oh, or yeah. Or that's what they said. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Something like that. Anyway, because you can go anyway now. That's what he said. You Absolutely. Know? Anyway, it's all true. right. I. I'm tempted. I wish I had the time to go back now okay. and re-listen I know. to see what we said. I might do that tonight. But, well, here's the problem, though. Depending on which platform, those time marks might be a oh, little really? off. So episode 171, next time you do this, let us know how you, you listen to us. 178. Oh, oh, did I say 171? Yeah. Who's that? They should get a prize. Let's look that up. All right. So episode 178, write this in. Tell us how you listen to us. We're, we're thrilled that you listen to us, but we need to know because then we can follow along if it's Spotify or Apple Music and stuff like that. By the way, a few people have been giving us rates and reviews on Apple. So that's great. Keep that going. Keep that going. Please, please, please. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know who wins a prize right now? Who wins a prize? Bob, Radio Bob McWilliams. Oh, Bob McWilliams. 171. We're going to give you a little, little something, something. Yeah. Now, do, I da- do I dare do this? Sydney, how many emails you got right now? Oh, <laughs> yo, you do not dare. No. How Roxy, dare you? since we're giving out prizes. Oh, actually... Let's do okay, yours. no, I'll, I'll check. Do yours. I'll check. Let's check. Let's Let check. Let me then. refresh. I'm curious. It's not bad. 126. Okay, so Roxy has 126. I've been trying right. to keep up. I'm Go checking ahead. mine now. Don't don't be deleting stuff. No, no, I'm not. Okay. I'm. All it's right. it hasn't shifted too much since last time. 226,700. Oh. 226,000. But you know what I realized Wait, last time? 700. That's, that's yeah. my total. That's not unread. So I need okay. to clarify that from last. Time. No, that's okay. All right, so we got. 226, we're going to go with 226,000, okay? Mm-hmm. 126, 17. All right, we'll look those up. We'll uh, I already have mine. Yeah. One se- oh, wait. Oh, 126 is Heather Garcia. Oh, all right, Heather Garcia. And then 226. I love these just random contests we have. They're not really a contest. They're just, we just like to give out. Robin stuff. Cowie. Okay, great. All right. Yep. I, got an, I don't know that. if I have that email or that address, but we'll, we'll see. Yes. Okay, here we go. Let's finish the email. On the commentary from the Syracuse game, Chuck nailed the call with, yes. we're going to walk it off. <laughs> but when you said it five times, I don't know. <laughs> what if Al Michaels repeated, do you believe in miracles five times? <laughs> Not sure about that. <laughs> but you definitely have a future in doing play-by-play. Oh. That was really sweet. Oh, yeah. Totally unplanned. So excited. Yeah. That was kind of cool. Yeah. Now, I scrolled through all of the old podcast guests, and I think I stopped around episode 40 because I think I know each of them. Sure, some of them I may only, quote, know from the pod, but internet fake friends are basically the same thing as face-to-face acquaintances or cousins you only kind of know. Point being is I don't think I can swap numbers with anyone, and I might have a guilty conscience, unlike Roxy, with the stolen pumpkins (laughs) or the dude she ditched, so she could watch The Office. <laughs> Buying an episode number is interesting, but I feel like it would cheapen my own episode number. Oh, now you feel cheap? Episode 178? Okay. <laughs> Maybe we should gamble for a better number. The more I think about it, the more I think we are what we are. I'm episode 178. If someone abandons their number or is exiled from being a little, then that's a different story. Prison is also something we might want to keep tabs on. 
<laughs> On another note, the Brady Bunch song didn't stick at all. Can you sing a different catchy short tune during each email segment? Oh. I would go with just sit right back and you hear a tale, a tale. You know that? I would do... Gilligan's Island for those yeah. playing. I love you. You love me. We're a great okay. big family. There's a generation <laughs> gap right there. What do you got? From me to you. Come with me. Oh, oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Do, have you ever heard the hear me sing? Yeah, they do. <laughs> Did you uh, ever hear the upbeat disco version of that? No. I'll no? play it for you later. It's amazing. <gasps> It's amazing. It's the one Ooh. good thing that came out of that off-Broadway show that I did. Oh. Okay. All right. Definitely want to hear uh, that. Then he says, finally, why was the kitten shivering? Because it didn't have mittens. Okay. That's a good guess. Oh, that's cute. I, ooh, nothing. Uh, nothing. 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 Because it was cat nippy outside. <laughs> oh. Episode 178, ABTAHS. P.S. Can I get Sydney to read my work emails? <laughs> Everyone at work says my emails are mean. If she reads them, I'll come across as smooth. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Wait, I kind of have a quick clarification, but uh, we okay. might not have time. No, so we have time. I, I didn't ditch the guy to go watch The Office. I went to watch The Office with the guy, and when he didn't want to watch The Office anymore, I ditched him. Oh. That's when I ditched oh, okay. him. That was the line. That was the line. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's great. Okay, so we do have a little bit of time. So we're going to, we'll all pick one. All right, th- okay. we're going to yeah. acknowledge the Friday Five here because we haven't done that in a while. This is, uh, we're going to bite it, but hello, got to come on the podcast because we don't know how to say your name. Jennifer Korpik, K O R P I K. Korpik. Okay, and speaking of getting an earworm, hello, Friday Five, Friday Five, oh, Friday, Friday Five, Friday Five, Friday Five, oh, Friday, Friday Five. That, that's it. That's the one. That's it. That's Wait, the list. Wait, so go. Boom, boom, boom. I was gonna say I totally joined in with you guys. I'm you sorry. did. That's, oh, that's great. Boom, boom, boom. All right. It says Happy Friday. I'm excited to present my first Friday Five. Yay. Think about how excited you're going to be when you get your Chuck and Roxy number. Yeah. You are getting a double dose of Cincinnati Littles with the Beeson Corpic Tag Team, a Grater's Ice Cream Double Scoop. Ooh. In honor of Tony <laughs> and me being back to back, my first question is. What is your favorite food item from your hometown or current town? Oh. I definitely don't have one from my hometown. It's so small. I think I do. Go. Be the cricket. You've been to the cricket. Well, I've been to the cricket, but what's the food item? They don't eat crickets, just to be clear. They're hot dogs (laughs) and they're fries. They use the same grease that they used 40 years ago. Okay. It's amazing. Okay. All right. Okay. Even though Buffalo is not technically my hometown. But. I'm, st- I'm going to use that okay. because Salem's Anchor Hot Dogs. Bar. Oh, I thought you were going to uh, go with Anchor Bar. No, no. Okay, I'm going right. to go with Salem's Hot Dogs. Okay. So they are the best hot dogs. Now I feel like I have to find a hot dog. <laughs> I just like the ones in my air fryer. There but you go. I, w- I was just going to say pizza from New York because yeah. that's all I got. Yeah, New York right. Slice. With the Hollywood writers and actors on strike and the possibility of no new shows for a while, my second question is, what was the last great show you binged? Probably Shrinking. That's what I was going to say, Shrinking, because yeah. we did that together. Okay, mine is the other two. The other two. What's the that other on? two. What's that on? That is on. I want to say Max or Apple TV. Okay. Oh, okay. We'll have to look oh, that up. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Yeah. yeah, we haven't seen that one. Yeah. Okay. All right. Continuing with the television theme, my third question is: If you could be on any game show, past or present, which would you choose? 
You know what I watched recently? The Wall. Have you guys watched that one no. yet? No. Yeah. Is that where they, so they climb the wall? No. Oh, oh, I take that back then. I'm going to go with Guts. Speaking <laughs> of climbing, <laughs> is Guts that? considered is that considered a game show? I, I have no idea. So. What, no idea what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I you remember so. Guts? I do remember yeah. Guts. I'm about to age myself. Go ahead. It's from Nickelodeon. I mean, yeah. it's, it's oh, okay. mainly for yeah. preteens. I mean, I, I guess going off of that theme, I would say Legends of the Hidden, Hidden Temple. Temple. Yeah. Oh be a green God. monkey. That I always <laughs> wanted to be a green monkey with my brother that would have been and so double much dare fun. you know i'm just double gonna cover dare. all three of oh, those when they pick the nose oh my gosh what's happening right now <laughs> i was gonna go with like card shark well i was gonna say like my serious one would be wheel of fortune but only if i could be i have banna white's job okay. like when oh, she retires would i would want to okay, have her job that's not being that's, that's being a host be. that's <laughs> fine okay then i'll be on the show okay, as a contestant right. and crush it and then they'll think i'm I'll so great it. that they'll have me <laughs> I was we need her mine yeah. were much easier I, joker's wild was another favorite okay. mine tic-tac-toe is too much like jeopardy for me you had to answer the questions yeah. before you could like mm-hmm. do the box mm-hmm. now hollywood squares that was fun yeah you know yeah. any of those yeah. but card sharks was like okay. remember that one littles i mean what's the other one with the no whammies no whammies that's always good too but eh, i feel like that was always set up yeah yeah like you had no you know they could just let it land the computer would let it land yeah you know there was sure. no you know what i'm saying sure anyway, i think it was a scam all right <laughs> as the lover of many different sports, my fourth question is, if you could have lifetime tickets to one sporting event, which would you choose? You know, oh, I would probably go with football because of the Buffalo Bills. Well, it's a sporting event. Does that mean like Super Bowl? Like just the oh, Super Bowl? Right. That okay. is, it's a little clear. I went with, of course, baseball, I would think. Yeah, I would do that as well. Baseball? Yeah. Yeah. Or, no, actually, the Olympics. Oh, okay. Is that is that That's too I mean. broad? Is that too no, general? I, but if I have a pass to, to go to the one Olympics, sporting event, yeah, the Olympics. So I guess you would have to pick like which gold medal. Any event. of them, I don't yeah, care. Right. Okay. okay yeah, I would take yeah. that one too. Yeah. 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 But it says one that sporting event. That might be too event. broad. I did at first okay. read it as like which sport. Sure. Right. Sure. That's what I was yeah. thinking. Okay. So That's you know what? Question. Another one. Then the final four championship would be a good one too because that that game's usually pretty great Uh uh-huh you know yeah yeah that's a tough one that's tough to narrow down there's a lot of talk about cruises on the podcast my last question is number five if you want to cruise to anywhere in the world where would you want to go i mean the mediterranean yeah that's my top right now so that's where we want to go for a honeymoon yeah which we haven't done yet that's a good one yeah I want to do an Alaskan cruise. Oh, that's, I mean, that's there's that's so that many too. other places I'd want to go. Like but our if number two. Cruise-wise, yeah. then I would... Yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm not really interested in going on a cruise. Oh. Really? So, yeah. Oh, not a cruise. I want to... Are you sure you're not travel a Travel other ways, you, <laughs> you know. Sure you're not a little? <laughs> so if, if somebody forced me to go on a cruise, I would do All right. Alaska. Okay. 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 All Interesting. Right. Well, once again, Jennifer Corpick. I think that's Corpick. Corpick. That's what we're going with. Episode TBD. Thank you for the Friday Five. Yes. And, uh, and welcome to the group. Yes. Yes. Welcome. 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 All right. And thank you, Sid, for being here. That's thank all the time we got. We got to get out of here. Yeah. Long episode again, but, you know, lots to get into. Littles, if you contest. haven't already, contest, contest, contest. We might have another one coming up, too. Mm-hmm. So we're all about the contest. We're in a very giving mood. We are. I, think I love this. I can't on a good episode. Yeah. So uh, we're going to hand out some extra little things for yes. these email numbers and uh-huh. things like that. But also, don't forget, go rewind the podcast, hear the opening, name that tune, email us. First one in wins a prize, a pretty good prize. First one in with the correct answer. Yes. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> The, the, the details <laughs> and then of course our toy hall of fame contest yes. top three choices top three choices the Send one that matches and these are going to be decent prizes yeah. these are not going to be mediocre prizes yeah and i was i will say that one as well 
email, use the website, yes. social media, it will get lost. Yeah. We will try our best, but it will get lost. So it's just best to go through yes. the email and this way and the we website. Have, I, I put them all in a separate folder in yep. the email so I can keep them all. The, well, because this isn't being announced until November. That's almost yeah. two months away. Yeah. So to keep track of all of those, yeah. I put them in a folder. So yeah. please do that. Roxy, tell everyone how they can get in touch with us. Go to our website, loyallittlespod.com. Everything you need is over there. All right. And don't forget, if you do listen to us on Apple and iTunes, please, please, please give us a nice rate and review over there. A few of you have. We really appreciate it. We're coming up to a big number. So we'd really appreciate getting more and more of those. And we might even have a prize for that. Who knows? We'll see. But uh, yeah, so get over there and do that for us. We really appreciate it. And remember, if you do need a book... Go to aaronsbooks.com. I wonder if they have Choose Your Own Adventure books there. Ooh, we'll have to check. Yeah. Anyway, if you need self-care. Go to modernselfcare.us. I love that she has these memorized. Could you do that? You can do that. You have these, right? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I still have our old closing memorized. Yes, I'm sure you do, but we don't have time to get into that. I know. (laughs) But the most important thing is do not forget, if you are out shopping online tonight, don't forget to use the code. Bye. Bye. Syzygy.
just feel again But this is not the end We were worth these broken hearts We both took a swing The Loyal Littles Podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles Podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan. Who? Eric Lonergan. Oh, yeah.